0: I'm a Barbie with my toucans. <laughs> well,
1: hello, Barbie. Hey,
0: Barbie. <laughs> Welcome to NSC, guys.
1: Welcome to episode, uh, the second part of the
2: Barbenheimer.
0: <laughs> Where we tackle the Barbenheimer ride. That's what I called that weekend. Because Joyride also screened in the cinemas. It was
1: Joyride. Indeed.
0: But only Which, uh... like five theaters, I felt, were screening Joyride. How sad. Didn't find an audience.
2: That was only the Ayala Theater's with the uncut. And I, I watched it, and it's well. I, I I'll leave it to your imagination, what was, what was. Okay, cut, wait. Cut. Joyride
0: is the Asian American R-rated raunchy comedy. Right, And it's
1: the uh, girl's girl trip girl for Asian-Americans. Correct.
0: <laughs> and the trailer uh. was hilarious, but the movie is not?
2: And the trailer was hilarious, but parang it was the highlight reel. Na pala. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, a lot of the best material was already in the trailer, fortunately. It's the first film from filmmaker Adele Lim, who was one of the screenwriters of Crazy Rich Asians. She's the one who left the sequel, because they offered her white male uh, other screenwriter. They don't write together at that, but I think they did different oh, drafts. Oh, more but money! The white, the white male guy, yes, got like a hundred k or something, and then she was offered like something like ten to twenty k lang. Whoa! So she said, Bravo. never mind. So she walked, and then I guess this was—I don't know if this was uh, already written, but. It, It was produced by um, producing partners Seth Rogan and Evan, what's his name? Tolberg. And uh, yeah, so Ashley Park, Stephanie Su, uh, Sabrina Wu.
0: Who's who? uh, Ronnie
2: Ronnie Cheng, (laughs) uh, Daniel Day Kim. Daniel Day Kim, who's in all these Filipino,
1: uh, by the way. Hey, he, you know, know. He's
0: a supporter.
1: Yeah, he was in the Hear, Lies <laughs> oh. Love, ano, uh, premiere. I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> he represents all Asians, Asian. regardless Asian, of Southeast, Northeast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so, it's so funny, no, na Daniel D. is
0: <laughs> Not Daniel D. Lewis. Daniel yeah. D. Campbell.
2: Uh, so, but I'm curious if that was a factor in. When his parents named him, but he was not that young, <laughs> yeah. man, so you know or not Or did he just man, choose baby.
1: to put in the day?
2: <laughs> oh man, no, Baka that's a Yay. stage. Man. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I wish I wish Joyride was funnier. I wish it was better. There's a genuinely nice twist that I liked, and there are some scenes that are genuinely funny, hilarious. But as a first, as a debut film, it's it's still a little rough, and the script could have been uh, punchier and, and sharper
0: i watch it though. I like I, I, lo- I like yeah.
2: The yeah. It's, it's entertaining. And then Ashley Park, she's like in everything like Girls Five Eva. She's in Beef. And then she's in, cast in this other thing. So
0: Isn't she in uh, Emily in Paris?
2: Yes. I think that's where she's probably most famous among the things I've mentioned. She's the bestie <laughs> of Emily
0: in Paris. But
2: that's the thing I don't watch. So, yes, that's the one.
0: Between that and the J Law movie, how are R rated comedies faring this year?
2: I think the J Law one has been doing all right, but not like a blockbuster. Did any of you watch the
0: Hard Feelings? No, No. I didn't have time.
2: Yeah. It was also only one week here in Manila Theatres. And and I think it was cut everywhere. So they cut the entire uh, full frontal beach fight. So
0: I can't believe we're still in this day and age. We're still cutting scenes.
2: It's not about censorship this time. It's it's more about getting the rating lower. Yeah. Eh,
0: For Because
2: it, it, it won't screen in SM cinemas. Eh. That's why the Ayala vo- version of Joyride was uncut because all the, yeah, all the other cinemas were basically SM cinemas and they won't play R
0: Do we honestly still need the empty RCB? Yes, I well, mean <laughs> you don't need it, but you know they exist. Yeah. And- you know, <laughs> but we don't need them at to least, meddle in streaming, right?
1: We yeah, we
0: don't need them to yeah meddle in anything. Yeah, that's what I was gonna
1: right say.
2: To Parang, but at least yeah. they're not, you know, at least they're not making noise anymore about you know, trying to. <laughs> they're still you know. trying, you know. They're,
1: they're still so like, trying. Uh,
2: yeah. But it's so unfeasible. Eh. What are yeah. they gonna do? Are they gonna watch but every everything? episode, everything, every platform? Of course, La- even they can't the do
0: ba, that. No. They just want the
2: money. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, what else have you guys been watching?
2: Well the the new season of the Dragon Prince came out, I think season five, and then I'm just delighted that A, a Netflix animated show, has been given five seasons and completely tapos. <laughs> and then it's still doing well. The expansion of the lore and the characters has been organic and then there's so many new characters and places now. It's still fun, but one of the things that really surprised me with the season is there's one episode where basically uh, a person's going through near death experience and he's going through like dream sequences, and two of the sequences come from uh, refer to things that probably are not the target demo of the Dragon Prince because one of the sequences was basically the OBB of Mad Men, <laughs> and then a, a later dream sequence. Was, the, was Twin Peaks Red Room very explicit like what? the pattern on the floor the red curtains the character the, the, the short character was dancing strangely and speaking backwards I was like do you think these kids are understanding are getting these references the way I am Leo Caprio no, pointing why, at the why screen No why
1: they? I mean that's a, that's the sort of thing the the Simpsons would try to pull off right like I know parang, <laughs> yeah. parang parodi na eh This is the Prince uh, show right the Dragon Prince like
2: the... Yeah yeah the pe- people from the I know uh, Avatar, Legend of right? Avatar Yeah Yeah What that's so, so weird <laughs> I think it's just you know it's just them being film bros, but I'm sure and even when, uh, you don't have to be familiar with those adult shows to be following it. So it's just uh, kudos. Na lang. I don't know if any kids are gonna one day watch <laughs> Mad Men and then like oh I remember this <laughs> from the Dragon Prince.
1: It's <laughs> 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 like reverse engineering, like when I watched um, um, Doctor Strange Love, like oh parang yung simpsons. <laughs> 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 uh, um <laughs>
2: that's what's gonna going to happen. Time travel. But is is it yeah. any
1: good? I mean, Dragon, I I kind of watched the first few episodes wasn't my thing because you know. It's yeah.
2: it, it's definitely in the vein of Anatalaga. It's really under under the shadow of uh Legend of Avatar. I mean, it's, it doesn't quite hit those highs, although there are moments. And then it's also a favorite target of uh, the conservatives. But what I like about its quote unquote wokeness is it's not even that obvious. But uh, un- until, you, until you take a step back and I realize, like, oh, damn it, palang interspecies <laughs> relationships. One of the things I like, with the, especially with regard to the voice casting, is so many different accents are on the show. Like there's North Africans. There's um, Asian Americans, there's Asian must inflected accents. One of the, the main assassin elf is uh, Scottish. Diba? And then of course, the two bros are, are sort of American, and there's the standard fantasy British people. But, there's all kinds of accents. You know, as they travel through different regions, very subtle, I think. For me, yung inclusivity, yeah. they don't make a big thing of it.
1: Well since since we did the Oppenheimer uh last week. If you go to the Criterion channel, um uh, you can actually watch this documentary called The Day After Trinity for free. Mm,
0: nice companion piece. Yeah.
1: Yes, and it's a, it's it's a really good companion piece actually. Um but it it feels like one of those Documentaries we'd watch in high school with that uh, the badly recorded, yeah, <laughs> parang, uh, uh, the Trinity Project was formed, and but it's interesting because they interview Frank Oppenheimer and they interview um, uh, a few the the, the character. <laughs> and then um the other guy who who tried to um to uh have this like meeting about how the gadget will destroy us all remember that guy um he he was there also being interviewed um and there's some stock footage also it it ends actually strongly with a stock interview with with Oppenheimer himself um and then yeah perfect it, it feels like oh if criterion were to release Oppenheimer on Blue on on the Criterion Collection. This would definitely be the centerpiece extra feature. Um, and I think what what it really strongly focused on that Oppenheimer's didn't really maybe didn't have time to really examine was the guilt of that everyone had. No, uh, post Hiroshima, deba. Um, you know, like there was one one scientist who was working on it, and he's like, and then he was with his wife, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I think you know, being have mental health issues in the eighties were, were the people weren't so open about it, but the the wife was like, yeah, you were depressed. No, you really couldn't you couldn't do anything. You were just at home, and he was like, no, 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 no. I was not <laughs> he was trying to deflect it, and then later, on, he's like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't even work on anything scientific anymore i can't work on anything that has anything to do with physics parang yeah and then my my isang there was this really great quote that parang openheimer made a f- uh, faustian bargain a deal with the devil and in this case it was the u.s government and once you do that there's no going back
2: that's that seems to be very much in the nolan thing yeah. Uh, but deal with the devil you know, dealing with government. And I mean, you yeah, on... oh. I know, apparently
1: really after uh, Trinity, he really tried to stop the manufacturing of, of hydrogen bombs and everything, which it's also an Oppenheimer, but um they they interviewed him towards the end of his life and he's like, we're 20 years. Now that the NATO I mean now that the, the UN was kind of like trying to to control the nuclear arms uh, manufacturing and testing, having we're twenty years too late. We should have stopped the day after Trinity. Okay, ayun pala yung title ng Get da? Check it out. I think it's it might and it's it's free, it's, right? Um, yeah, it's free until August two or three. I think.
0: Oh, so. do you need a VPN to access? Um, for criterion yeah. parang,
1: I you know I tried but I'm Singapore but I tried without VPN and it worked. So, oh nice. Okay. Yeah, so we maybe a we work in Manila,
2: yeah. Feature length It's
1: um yeah, mga 90 ma 88 minutes ganun. So it's not super long but uh yeah,
2: just right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But one of the great, one of my favorite letterbox reviews is Matt Damon was definitely too hot to play uh, General Graves. So <laughs> 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 obrang hindi Matt Damon's General
2: Graves. <laughs> Caga, he was played
0: by Newman in the other in the other Oppenheimer movie.
2: Which one? Which one? The BBC one. No, I don't um, know series. Fat man Fat and little
0: boy. boy. Fat
1: and,
2: uh-uh. I saw a page of the screenplay of Oppenheimer. And uh, it's written in the first person. That's wild! Oh right? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, I'm curious. It'll probably be available closer to you know Oscar consideration mm-hmm.
0: for adapted. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. For, for American, American premiere, but, but they but they released because the screenplay PDFs, To the public, so, so that's when I sometimes peruse the nominees.
0: <sighs> oh, what else? <laughs> Before we get to our life in plastic, uh, it's fantastic.
2: Oh uh, well just to note now, Quark brought up now what we do in the shadows, season five never.
1: Yeah, grab yeah, so
2: season five is, is now has begun on FX on Hulu and four episodes are out and so far so good. See, Kristen Shaw has been uh, promoted to series regular. She she got this is the first season where she's in the uh, opening credits.
1: Grabe, no? Kristen, I, I was kind of shocked though, Kristen Shal na she kinda aged so quickly in that one year. Since uh, no, since season five, uh, especially S- for, season four, season four, but especially since the show is about vampires, parang like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um It's I, I I was watching and I was thinking to myself, parang like, wow, this is probably the longest running show. I mean, this and Better Call Saul were really the two longest running shows. We would constantly talk about, no, parang parang rare talaga. Nah, well, I guess Lord. I know, but Game of Thrones, say we we kind of we were. When we started, we tapos yeah. yeah. No, but, and then this show it, has it's kept its
0: rare. quality. So.
1: Oh, but yeah. What do you think about the uh, What do you think about the new season?
2: I'm enjoying it because there's a status quo change. I don't want to spoil it, right? so yes, uh, no spoilers. A, uh, I want to. That's start. an interesting new development. Um, I continue to be really impressed with the shows. Production design and VFX for uh, for an FX show, ba? it's it's like it's better than Secret Invasion. Let's be honest. Oh my Actually, gosh. No, no. So, Just just the way they animate the doll is is so impressive to me.
1: Parang gadole like, considering na parang ah, ito siguro yung highest show, highest rated show talaga ng FX. Well, pre pre the Bear because I know every season
2: palagay naman palagi budget. Oh <laughs> my God! Eh. It's it's like one of those things that maybe we don't see necessarily like i just saw a tweet yesterday or today na uh someone was was kind of noting that it's it's funny that the righteous gemstones is watched by more people than uh than succession or really mas mas lalo na the idol pero they're just not online they're not constantly online people but the numbers are you know because they just got renewed for season four Right, just gemstones, which has been really fun this season. And know, speaking of gemstones and Max, uh, the Steven Soderbergh show Full Circle is complete. Uh, the six episodes done. Parasha, I haven't finished all of it yet, so I won't say anything. But just to note now for people who are waiting for it to finish, it just finished recently. Parang started
1: last week, no?
2: <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently, yeah, Max, we're doing uh, two episodes a week, so three weeks long. And then Good Omens. Speaking of the uh, yes Prime, Prime uh, it dropped the whole season. I thought it was gonna do uh, weekly episodes, but they didn't. So They just, they just uh, put the whole season two out, and yeah. So I haven't gone through that yet. But,
1: uh, and Shin, Shin Kamen Rider is also on.
2: Um... Shin Kamen Rider. This is an exclusive, right? Huh? That's a Prime exclusive, I think.
1: Yeah. So we You know, I tried
0: searching other, so... for it cork, and I couldn't pull it up.
2: Yeah. It's, oh, it's uh, no, Shin... It's Shin Mask Rider. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. for some reason they're using the American yeah
1: I, I read it I, uh, I, I, f- I had to find out from Phil
2: <laughs> I think oh my gosh Ako, I was lucky lang kasi it was in the highlights reel sa taas oh, okay so I was like ah it's okay. yeah, so, yeah. weird that uh, it doesn't even turn up the search on common writing yeah napat, that's very you I will yeah. bring that up. <laughs> yeah that's the <laughs> last I guess that completes the, the, the Shin trilogy that uh, it trilogy is pasha. Well, so far, because he had Russian Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, and then Shin Kamen Rider. He didn't direct Shin Ultraman, but he wrote it. Uh, but it very much aped his style, very obviously. Sa sa angles na ginamit, and actually, it was, you know, Rider for me is the weakest of the trilogy. Um, I didn't really grow up watching uh, Mask Rider Black uh, as a child, but. I didn't realize that it was really just a straight adaptation of the first four episodes of the show. Pero with Hideaki's like, uh, slightly more violent. <laughs> Not Obsession so, well, bureaucracy. the bureaucracy, medio, may konti and then. More, more with meetings lang. Meeting, meeting, meeting. Pero, was like, ano eh, when there's like a couple of scenes na he'll punch people and then, Gushing, gushing geysers of blood. Malabas. So I'm like, yeah, definitely, hindi toh Malalabas so children's daytime programming, know <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no um oh, Ultraman was still had a lot of that, like office, ano, so no,
2: office. Oh, hygiene. super. <laughs> And you can see that the director was trying to make it more interesting by doing these super extreme angles. Diba? Uh-huh. Like maybe below the elbows, ng uh-huh. table shots. Like, what the hell? He's like trying to find all these nooks and crannies where he could cram little, you know, cameras that probably were like GoPros or something.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> okay, so Shin Mask Rider, got it.
2: Yaz.
1: On prime. Alright.
2: Mm, indeed.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's a Barbie world (laughs) I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world Which, Ramon, what's the deal again with uh, Aqua
2: and Mattel? Well, Aqua Aqua and Mattel, they're not on good terms That's what I last heard, right? Because they were complaining that before they said the Patat that Barbie, the song wouldn't be on the soundtrack. And then I guess something got worked out. Nah, they're not on the soundtrack, but it's not. It was like a cover just, version oh, yeah. by Nicki Minaj. Just sampled. Tiba? So yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, I guess Mattel
2: and I guess Mattel fought Aqua legally or something like that back in the day and it, uh it still
0: stings. Damn. I mean they could have made bank if it was yeah. good. Should have anyway. asked Farrell.
1: <laughs> Shall we go now (laughs) to talk about the amends with Aqua? Anyway. Uh, Yes. Barbie. Barbie, 2023. Directed by Greta Gerwig. (laughs) The first ever live action movie featuring the much beloved doll. Much beloved doll slash character that's been around since the 50s. And the movie is about Barbie and Ken um, having the time of their lives in in Barbie land but uh, they get the chance to go to the real world and soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans.
0: Wow, are you reading Wikipedia I'm or, digging, or is this court letterbox? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Which trivia?
1: If you like Barbie on Letterbox, the heart. It's is pink. <laughs> it's so
0: cute. Oh. Damn it, Barbie marketing. Damn it. Grabe, grabe. Ah,
2: yung yung specific thing pala ng Barbie is is trademarked by Mattel.
0: Which specific, which one?
2: That specific
0: shade of pink. Oh, really?
2: Like, they own it. Yeah. Pantone or whatever it's
0: wow. Called. When Even the font. When it was theirs. announced that Barbie was going to be made by Greta Gerwig, what were your initial thoughts?
2: I was happy. because yeah, Even before it was Greta Gerwig as director, it was already being written by Bob back. Mm-hmm. So that would have been weird, and then parang Sumali si Greta, and then she Was and it? then she decided to no. Well, well, sorry. Baka, baka silang dalawa yung writers na pero she wasn't attached to direct, and then she I guess liked this thing they wrote, and then
1: yeah, because I know what yeah the what, according to I, an interview I saw, uh, Margo asked her to write, um, and because Margot apparently had had
2: the rights. Mm. Um, so it was, she, it, yeah, it went. She didn't have the rights. I think what happened is her production company took over the project Lucky from. Chap. From is that one? the the, the,
0: Schumer, the production company
2: of Margot Robbie. Uh, that's that's one of Margot. Because mm. I mean, yeah, originally it was uh, an Amy Schumer project um, that was being written by Diablo Cody, and then wow. they couldn't get it to work. Um, well I can't imagine and then, but and then the 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 Parang property got freed up, and then it, um I think Margot Robbie's production company was like we'll we'll will we'll try and develop it so and then they approached you know uh Baumbach and Gerwig and uh you know Because these people are when bomb uh, back uh wrote Madagascar three to pay for his divorce from Jennifer Jason, Lee. <laughs> so he has that sort of uh lovely asterisk in the, uh, that glaring the opposite inclusion in in his IMV The young napud kong interview she secretly
1: brought him on
2: <laughs> she <laughs> did bombay
1: yeah and gerwig and parang ni reveal it ah. lang niya later by the way Noah's <laughs> actually writing this with me by the way <laughs> pero tapos na yung script
0: um, <laughs> but which, did she uh, accept? She accepted this after Little Women, right? After they yeah. were done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I heard, I was so
0: scared. But I was like, oh, really? oh my God. I was worried.
1: Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, this isn't the first of that genre, the candy colored, uh, gee whiz innocent characters parang, parang reacting to the harsh realities of the real world. And some are good, like, Josie and the Pussycats or the Brady Bunch but parang, I don't know, di ba? How, A, how much can you do with, with that trope or that subgenre and then B parang I don't know, uh, usually naman, even though they do well they're not they're not massive hits like that my, um,
0: my qualms were it's, it's a huge piece of IP it's Mattel is, is notoriously conservative with, with Barbie um, like they don't want to toy around too much with the persona because it's been mired with controversy, with you know body dysmorphia, etc., etc. So I just didn't know how Greta Gerwig was going to tackle Barbie, especially since the Barbie, parang cinematic universe was all animated, all princesses, all. Um, I mean, they're all charming if you ask me. They're 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 a fun watch, but not intellectually stimulating. So. I was really worried about the the Gretaness of it uh-huh. all. The Greta. And
1: tired than a you know, tired character. I mean, like one of the most. In fact, sa, Greta Greta um, in an interview I saw her mom hated Barbie. Yes. So, di ba, she didn't even want. She
0: was to play, to play with, Barbie. with Barbies.
2: So that shows in the movie, though. Yeah. Uh,
0: so but what did you guys tarang. think? What did you guys think?
2: Go. Well, it's interesting. Na, Talking about what your fears were, whether in Quark's case, how good could this be? There's always a bigger risk of it being bad than good. Those seem to be the exceptions. Then Mel's fear of it, like how creative could she be with a strict company? And what's very interesting is how much, I guess the surprise was how much her real life being a mom became like one of the cruxes of the film. Right? So you you're expecting to focus on the kid or the daughter, see Ariana Greenblatt. And so, you know, when it becomes parent nights, she's talking about every woman and every generation who's been playing with Barbie all the way from the 50s. It becomes uh, a broader around canvas, I guess, to, to tackle what the doll meant for generations of women, and then it's to Mattel's credit, nga na they allowed so much of the lampooning from, you know, the sort of the Brazil playtime esque depiction of the office that, and, and also that that revealed that uh, there are no women executive board ng company. And then and then they're all sort of yes men. But it still, still manages to be funny and silly. And then of course there are the, the very Greta deep things and uh, very Greta speeches also. So, <laughs> the Proust. chair. Proust Barbie. It's so detailed. Pa eh. yeah. Not just in the Writing and the excoriation of the, of the, of the, of the times, but also they're very faithful actually to the world. But the outfits that they mention, the different versions of Barbie that they detect. The ambulance. The. <laughs> the. <laughs> when the dog showed up and it was the toy dog. Taffy, talaga, like wow, and then. And then, you yeah, know, apparently they, they really, like, looked at the, the dream houses for the different Barbies, the different sets. They figured out that the scale of Barbie to the actual other items in the world was, like, different. So they made it... She was parang, The production designer said Barbie is about 23% bigger than everything else. Parang so that's the size um, comparison. That's why the car is a little bit small. And, of course, you know... Making fun of, uh, not making fun of, but just depicting it as is. There were like uh, the slide, the, the pool being just a sticker on the floor. Same thing with the ref. Like the, there's no the, water that comes yeah. out. Um, by the way,
1: you know, uh Well, two pieces of trivia. Number one, um, the the kid uh, Sasha and her friends are brats characters, Aww. apparently. Of course, my Bratz just dolls. showing the the no the generation that Bianca, my wife,
2: is part yeah. of. It's
1: like you know those are the names of the main Bratz characters. It's like she's not it.
2: Um, Bratz also Mattel?
1: No, they're not. They're ex Mattel. Who ano ex Mattel? Like sick, sick of Barbie <laughs> and wanted to make you know, parang mas pang kids na na dolls and. I then, think every
0: generation has their dolls.
1: Yeah. And then Sarah Greenwood, the production designer and, and the, the uh, costume designer, I forget her name, were also those who worked on Pride and Prejudice.
0: <laughs> and the costume designer, I, I think she won it. an Oscar for Little Women. I believe that's the only maybe, Oscar they won maybe. for. I know,
1: I know she did Hannah also, which is, you know, that super makes sense. If you look at Barbie and then you look at Hannah, parang, ah, okay. <laughs> um, But, you know, it's just funny because everything brings us back to Pride and Prejudice. Hey. Oh, yes. Now <laughs> I that you a cinematographer. <laughs> what? Kaling. Kaling. no? So.
0: Ako naman, I, I heaved a sigh of relief because I think in my head this, this movie was going to go either two ways. One was the smart. Um, breaking the Fourth Wall, Life in the Dreamhouse adaptation, or parang way, or the really faulty Gem and the Holograms, He-Man, Transformers way, where it just was not right. And I'm when they finally released the trailer, then ako nag, oh my gosh, they're, they're gonna do it. They're gonna be brave enough to do Life in the Dreamhouse, which is, for me, a super fun, super smartly written Web series that that Mattel took a chance on in the early aughts, where it it's Barbie, it's 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 the the dolls talking, but it's also poking fun at, at itself. And I'm glad that Greta went that way. And when I finally saw the the finished product, it was great. The payoff was great. There was humor. It's like a satire, but at the same time, it's a musical and it's making fun of itself. And you're and the girls are also the girls watching are, are kind of like, oh, yeah, that's how I played with Barbies before. And and there's so many feminist elements. And fe- and more more than the feminist elements, I really appreciate the humanist elements. And when I first tweeted, it's, is it the feminist movie of the year? Kind of thought about it. It's probably not quote-unquote feminist. It's really more humanist because it teaches you what it takes to be a human, right? There's pain and there's joy and... There's the there's a the patriarchy, but there's also w- female power. So I don't know how she got away with this. I don't know how she got Mattel to say, just go with it. And there were no no holds bars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't. I know. I know you showed this to Mira, but I can't imagine showing this to Scarlett. Not at this age. Like everything's gonna fly over her head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing offensive, man, but, but just I think like, na- I, ten yeah. and above is wow. perfect. For this movie,
2: how did Mira enjoy it?
0: Because you know she grew up watching Life in the Dream House, she completely got the humor immediately. That's why she was so okay. excited to watch it. She's not a big Barbie player, but she loved the Barbie oh. movies, the Shows series, yeah, the media, and they were all funny. Especially but when like it comes in to the,
2: the when it got to the deeper stuff, was, was she okay with that, or did you have to have a talk? No, no, she was. I think
0: you know it. it Kids are smarter than you think. So, she she yeah. actually understood it.
2: No, I think so. She was like, "I know it." Down to the patriarchy, you know.
0: <laughs> she loved it. She was. It was so funny for her because in the in the animated series, Ken is Gosling Ken. So she immediately understood how Ken operated in that world. Now he's forever just going to be the support for Barbie. And then the few episodes when he tries to assert himself as a dominant figure in Barbie land, it falls flat all the time.
1: Uh, by the way, you know, speaking of the good marketing materials, you should check out uh, Ken Things, Ryan Gosling can't live Loved without GQ. Yeah, get, know, it's, it's linked shades. on the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, one pair of shades, uh, just in case Barbie needs one, and the other uh, mirror shades to reflect her beauty.
0: So, since um, you guys are guys, can you explain the backlash amongst well, the right wing people or the right wing men who are saying that this is so completely anti-male?
1: Like the guy on in Inquirer who said, Oh no, my gosh, let's Barbie. not mention his name.
0: <laughs> Your colleague, <laughs> Ramon. No, parang,
1: like I, I just wanted to point out also na parang yun yeah, di ba? We we were talking about that um um G Wiz characters in the real world uh subgenre. But parang uh, aside, maybe an hour in i'm like oh my god it's a gold standard of this subgenre mm. that was parang gina naging ano feminist manifesto bigla because you know of the overt tanong nga, the the um patriarchy the the repeating of the patriarchy uh theme to yung parang ano the horses to um can <laughs> well Okay, a little spoiler territory, it's kind of going back to Barbie land and turning it into a, a male-centered world. Um, and then, and then yeah, again, it transcended even that to kind of become a humanist treatise on identity. And I think, um, you know, there, I, the, the film almost lost me when, um, remember when America Ferrara had this kind of like monologue about what to be yeah. expected to
0: do but yeah. i'm like ah okay this it's is going to be like yeah it's slash Joe uh, and little women speech no nah. yeah but i'm a ah, woman. Okay.
2: actually actually naalala was Laura Dern in marriage story ah hindi
1: yung was ano? <laughs> the end game <laughs> the performance game it was an end game superhero no, no yeah but i was like i was like oh shit this is going to be like that and then, but what I love about it is that yun nga, parang, because then it's like another girl power, the Spice, Spice Girls girl power moment. Um, but, and then Greta just goes for it, diba? Parang the next 20 minutes after that, it's just ripping into, you know, male fragility and kind of like, what is the woman's power? Because parang that in itself, I think just that speech would be parang. Ah uh, okay, I you know like like yay <laughs> yay women right? but but the fact that, that Greta actually went to question that and I you know how to how what 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 pleases men, what really pleases men right? and mm-hmm. and how to overpower that, overcome that, then like in a solid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, diba? and then and then you go forward, you go even deeper with that, and you go even deeper by showing basically a character meltdown, uh, by Ken, which is hard to watch, um, because it feels so real. But she doesn't turn away, so parang okay, ang galing is you know, she, d- there's there were so many moments where it could have just been just another. Slogan movie, mm. but but when it got hard, when it got difficult, parang she was there for it. So, do
0: you think uh, that you are Kenoff is not a slogan to live by for this movie?
1: <laughs> no, I I am Kenoff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like midway
1: through, especially the which my favorite sequence, which is kind of like the heist where they rescue all the Barbies right? from um from With the mansplaining, mansplaining. yeah. <laughs>
0: The mansplaining montage.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, ask them about The Godfather. Well, literally, like, two weeks ago, I was oh. trying to convince Bianca to watch The Godfather 2. She has not seen The Godfather? Uh, she has not seen The Godfather too. Oh. She's seen The Godfather, but now, nah, okay. like, so, you know, parang every chance I get, can we just, can we just watch The Godfather too? And then there was this. Um, this, like, five-second moment we're like, oh, yeah, Stephen Malkmus. uh <laughs> And then I just started <laughs> laughing out loud by myself.
2: That's the moment where I felt like I had been hunted through the woods in skin. Yeah. <laughs> or but that's the like, moment I guess you I realize Ken. that you
0: guys probably have more in common with Noah Bomback than you think. Yeah, But, but it's
2: also, because it's also a nice, because, there the, the, the was earlier that, that the pressed Barbie commercial, and then when they do the Pride and Prejudice BBC, ah, that was like, me! Oh my man. gosh. <laughs> so exactly, <laughs> So, so palang damn you, Greta, they got us!
0: I am seen Galing. with the, got with us the good. Barbie BBC PNP. <laughs> si Greta's ang you know, She's b- She's made a career on glorifying girlhood materials.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, don't know. I mean, her incisive... Yung, talagang yung ano niya of '90s music and '90s culture. I think mm. yeah. you know what with Matchbox Twenty, for example.
0: <laughs> what a comeback! Oh, parang
1: <laughs> damn man, talagang and then did you notice that ano, during the the rise of the Kens, they were having the party in in the Barbie house when, when Barbie first sees them. The music in the background is ano, uh, Old Town. Come my lady, come come my lady. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, so I just watched bad. Lady Bird and I, I just realized that they also made fun of Dave Matthews in that yeah, movie. Crash. crash <laughs> Didn't
1: like,
2: they know? Because she, I think it, uh, no, she was super pro Dave Matthews. Like, Mm-mm. she actually had to write them, to Well, get not the... making
0: fun, but it was a point of like, one, the cool guy was like, I hate the song, ba, oh. And Lady Bird's like, I love the song.
1: And then she's singing it with Bini Feldstein.
0: <laughs> and I was reading in my mommy group on Facebook that some moms call this movie ungodly. So don't bring your kids. I don't understand it.
1: You know, the minute people mention the word patriarchy, that's the, yeah. that's a trap. That's ba? the yun bait for Beat. right oh. wing. No? That's Talagang, like chum, oh. right? It's, Chumming it's the their, water. It's their catnip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So oh, it doesn't matter, diba? if in the end, oh no, everybody deserves, ano, to be listened to, and everybody has a point of view. blah, blah, Dibala? it's you it's if, it's over their, know, flies over their heads because he, yeah, parang binalitrpan yung ano patriarchy and a good chunk of time was <laughs> spent uh, making fun of it. But I, I think the fact that it tackles all of those things and uh, that um in diversity and um there, there was a trans barbie yes?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yes
1: yes from the idol but, but it's not the in the text the at all
0: no.
2: yes at all.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. see hard enough uh first time i saw her was in you know, a transparent it's not in the text at all right mm. like there's no one who ever. I don't even know if anybody says the word trans yeah. uh, in the film, but no. so it's something you have to know about the out, the parang the external, the creation of the film for, for that to be an issue. It's such an easy target, na for them. As soon as anyone is going to say that, oh, you know, not all women have to be moms or you know housewives or whatever, they're gonna uh, definitely come out in droves. Especially the uh, religious... Well, what did their mommy group say was... That's the ungodly part. They're encouraged not to be homemakers. That, um,
0: question is, is the movie worth it? Because I read an article saying, don't let kids watch it because it promotes ungodly behaviors.
1: is it? The feminist... It's not feminist. I feminist? it's... Ha ha is it because, I'm sure there are a are having trigger points for conservatives, right? Yeah, because
0: oh, it, let's, it's, let's, you're not letting Ken be the dominant person and I guess that is ungodly. And then they're yeah, poking fun at was, heaven. He never was, though. I mean,
2: even even in terms of being faithful to the franchise and the IP, he never was gone. Mm. Uh, That's kind of the point of all the media even before this one. But, um,
0: just say, Just strange. Strange thing I read today. <laughs> is ungodly about this uh, for
2: movie. me uh, it's kind of major twenty percent of the fun actually is seeing uh, really? the conniptions that the conservatives get themselves into trying to talk about this movie and because I'm almost basically 95 percent of the time it's them explaining how they didn't get it or weren't paying attention and La like,
1: si Graham in, eh, <laughs> si oh. from Fox News. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I doubt any of those people have
0: watched Barbie, right? So, I don't know. <laughs>
2: well, Ben Shapiro did.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, there's a popular YouTube with Ben, ben Shapiro. Uh, my big criticism about the movie is I didn't like the middle. I didn't like it when they were, or I felt that they were in the real world or Century City too long. And, Talaga Talaga. City. <laughs> city. and I also don't understand the motives of the Mattel executives. Like, are they, are they capitalist pigs? But in the end, they're, they're, they're nice guys in the end. So parang, I couldn't yeah. understand their character so much. Although I love Will Ferrell, but I re- I wish they had, they had, um, explored the whole kingdom longer and let and that, that, no, no. Let that so, develop further pa, the kingdom part. The Will
1: Farrell
2: and Oh, yeah, her ghost lives on the 17th floor. Oh. Uh, Chaka <laughs> quick A size lang. When they, like when they see Midge, who is played by Emerald Finell, yep. they just, I thought we discontinued her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Actually, when I watched it, I remember thinking actually how surprised I was that they weren't in the real world for long. Because uh, the trailer made it look like that mm. right? Like Barbie goes to the trailer, into the real world. Right? And then, so what I didn't what I appreciated then was like, oh, they just, you know, parang get a taste of the real world and then come back, and then the troubles are mostly in Barbie land. And then the executives pa- come to Barbie land. You know? So parang the way they're treated, it feels like they're, you know, the magic of it works on them also. That they're not taught because they are men from the real world and, and grew up in the patriarchy. And that's kind of the thing that Ken does and Barbie also but that they were not exposed to the patriarchy all they knew was barbie land yeah and then i and then it's kind of a a journey of um of a woman of a, of a girl growing up now like you grow up thinking you can do anything no one tells you you can't until you hit like puberty and then suddenly you're very conscious of like how you're perceived by the other uh gender right? and then and then suddenly there are like limitations to your behavior and then it's like so that that's how it felt that after or at least how it seemed Designed in terms of structure Yeah, but I mean so
1: much to love Despite like uh, the, I mean the, the, the uh, Supporting cast I mean I loved Similu oh. And I don't usually love Similu um, and Michael Sarah. Pompadour was, Barbie. Yeah. It's like triumphant return Ooh. of Michael
0: Cera. <laughs> Come back yun. train, Michael Cera.
2: Like, almost every shot of Alan is just a medium. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that expression on his face. <laughs> and that uh, no, Kate
1: McKinnon. Mm. I mean, you know, si, si Gerwig really knows how to use actors and their strengths. And I love that Will Ferrell was... Once again, the villain after the longest time, right? And kind of, uh, I was
2: worried because it would be like Lego yeah, movie. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When he showed he up. Knocks, diba? Pero it's funny to me, one of the best things, nah, very subtle, not really mentioned is he, his character has no name.
0: <laughs> he's just CEO. <laughs> is that
2: it? Oh, he's just Mattel CEO. Ganon. They never bother naming him. Or maybe even, I think maybe they're just the intern.
0: That's the one. I really can't believe how Mattel just let this go like completely go off the rails
2: there's a story that when the CEO had problem with one scene now and then he even visited the set to talk about it with Gerwig and then apparently Gerwig and the cast did the scene in front of him and then he saw okay I I see what you're going for
0: is this the bus stop scene but they don't
2: that's what the thing is that they don't mention which scene it is the bus stop scene, gusto itanggal ng studio, not Matel. Ah. And then, but see, si Gerwig put her foot down on that on that bus stop scene with the old lady. Mm. And it's one of the, it's one of my favorite, those are some of my favorite things about the movie, is the very, very personal scene out of nowhere.
0: It's distracting. Kasi,
2: yeah, and then parang, I think, well, I have, I have no idea. Laman naman naman. She's not eh, when I hear <laughs> executives. But, um,. But yeah, she she sheds put her foot down, and then turns out that the old lady is costume designer Anne Roth.
0: No, so, that's Barbie.
2: No, that's that's what uh, no, Isn't that's it? misinformation on the internet.
0: Oh, that's I what I that's,
2: I, that's what I thought. Eh. There, was misinformation that uh, it's Barbara Handler. So it's not mm. her. No, the daughter of Ruth that the, the doll is named after. But apparently, that's not true. Oh wow! Because that also was my suspicion when. When I saw that, it's like this is so conspicuous. I seen it but this person has to be someone important. So I thought, Nana, it's Ruth is too old, She's probably dead." And turns out she was. He died in 2012. <laughs> and then I thought it was a daughter. Thought, this is probably
0: ba- like Barbie. Yeah, that's what herself. I thought.
2: And then and then when I looked online, parang people were saying it's the it's the it's the daughter. But uh, but then, lang I did further research before I published my review and found out no, it's Anroth.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, So, yeah, but things like that and, you know, the scene uh, with Ruth Handler, great casting with Rhea Perlman. Oh, it was uh, nice seeing her back on screen. Yeah, and then also even how Rodrigo Prieto lit that scene so uh, warm and (laughs) and, and lovely and uh, and relaxing.
0: Rodrigo also photographed Killers of the Flower Moon, right?
2: Maybe. 8 Mile,
0: definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Margot Robbie. I mean... I have all, as
1: you know, I have the biggest crush on Margot Robbie and it's like...
0: Who doesn't? I think
1: diba?
0: more than Anna de Armas, because she's in contemporary huh? right now, right? In terms of like a hot girl everyone has a crush on. I I really gravitate more on, more to Margot Robbie. She's such a, she looks like a fun hang also. Oh, on an Oh. Yeah, your sister retweeted it or reposted it. it. What? Yeah. Well, Arang,
2: just to vacay? vacay volunteer. Arang, when she was younger, she was doing oh. volunteer work. Right? Oh. Yeah. And then she was here recently. I don't know long if it was like for her honeymoon or something. What? She came back. Eh. She, she enjoyed her time here and then went back.
0: What? So you guys feel like she's going to get a Best Actress nom? I feel like she deserves one. She yeah. was like the heart and soul of this movie.
2: Well, you know, she's burning after Babylon.
0: So. <laughs> no! Babylon is great!
2: <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, not hindi, hindi eh, so
0: yeah.
2: good. So, kasi with, like very simple things. Eh. Like that bus stop scene where she just parang almost literally is touching grass and then just appreciating nature and looking at the light through the leaves when she's the old lady and then the music is so nice. And then, of course, no, so the her... Marc Ronson. Ronson's
1: score. No? Oh. Okay, <laughs>
2: and then later on, she has her sort of breakdown and then is depressed and then... <laughs> you know, yeah. she uh,
0: reminds me of um, Cameron Diaz Barbie? in When There's oh. Something About Mary or or Charlie's Angels. You know, that performance of physical comedy mixed in with yeah. the annoyed, emotion. You know? oh.
1: I mean, mm. I don't know if Cameron Diaz has the emotional that, 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 not yeah. Not the
0: same acting chops as this lady. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really si Margaret? It's Aitana, palang, eh, right? Yeah. And she was apparently she's apparently only thirty-three. I thought she was older. No, no, I, so Itonya she was probably what twenty-seven when she made that. Wolf Go of name?
0: Wall Street. How old was she when she made that? Uh-uh. And all the nude scenes. Uh, Jeez. Maybe 24, 25?
2: Yeah. Oh Ten years ago, you no know. oh, she's been no Australian like one of those Australians who was on Neighbors in her teens mm. you know? mm-hmm.
1: and then about other girlfriend don't know right but yeah it's I love where she's going and then, you know as you also all know crush couldn't see Ryan Gosling so just having the two of them together on screen and not putting it in, and actually just bringing their full game on. Parang,
0: so yeah, people are saying they're not used to this kind of Ryan Gosling appearance. When I feel like he's done a lot of comedies in his career. Yeah, but
2: there, these are people who don't watch because movies, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen, so right? they just watch I mean, the co- drive
0: TikToks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Getzko, naman the nice guys was not a famous movie. If even Crazy Stupid Love hindi man Parang Na na you don't really watch, <laughs> you know, Ryan Gosling movies unless you know it's like something the like the Notebook.
0: yeah, legendary <laughs> Gosling.
2: Margot in Margot in Barbie or Margot in Amsterdam?
1: Oh my God, I I, I love her in Amsterdam. Also, to be honest,
2: yeah, uh, that's why yeah. Can that's why it's a difficult Margot question. I Margot in
1: Babylon? I mean, Margot in Babylon is also. I mean, Margot in Amsterdam is you know well actually Margot in the Suicide Squad. Might be my favorite.
2: <laughs> oh, wow, not even Harley Quinn.
1: uh. like well, that that definitely not the first one, right? Uh, but maybe even I you know um, Birds of Prey. But but yeah, that, that Harley Quinn, that playful Harley Quinn,
2: I you know, galig. She's gonna be so rich after this. Oh yeah, this is I think the first major project from her uh-huh. production company now. Uh huh. So and no one expected it to do as well as it's doing it. Like, uh, it's, it just cleared half a bill, you know, the top 700 by tomorrow. It's going to
0: hit a billion, so, I'm sure. That's by, crazy. By and some, no, that. some
2: people were saying uh, it's saved, you uh, know, it's saved, this is the film that's going to save Warner Brothers. But I'm like, not yet. <laughs> yeah, no, because,
1: like, it's still, because I was thinking, oh, maybe I should have watched Barbie after Oppenheimer para uh, Palette Cleanser, but. And they ma bigot yung V, so I'm yeah. glad I did watch the two one in after one the day. other. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy mm. to me that I mean this is this is not a subtle uh of you know, parang film. Yeah. Parang very in your face asking the tough questions. There I of say maybe this is
0: more emotional than Oppie was. Maybe, yeah. For me, this oh. was well, yeah, more, yeah, definitely. more of a connection oh. with me.
1: Oh. Yeah. So parang I I and then of course, you know, Mattel taking the wrong cue and learning. Yes, the so rest. <laughs> now now they're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna make another movie about a doll uh directed wow. by a hip uh art film director, <laughs> namely Polly Pocket, directed by Lilina Dunham.
0: Oh my um, gosh. Who's <laughs> getting so much backlash online? <sighs> we thought no, see si Lily
2: Collins. Pa. So <laughs> yeah. talaga, Emily back to Emily in Paris tara. And then they're doing then, um
1: adore, ba? um Hot Wheels so parang like
2: man. Yeah, it's it's there, there was a New Yorker article ba? about the Mattel the Cinematic Universe and how they had all these projects already being developed. And it, it just like it sounded bananas because like one <laughs> of the ones I thought was from the onion was really true, pala, which was Daniel Kaluuya developing the Barney movie and he was comparing it to like <laughs> Charlie Kaufman. I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Yeah, it's crazy. But even yung sad thing is the Mattel CEO saying, the real-life CEO saying, yeah, of course, we're gonna have sequels. And then is like, I'm not even, I'm so emptied. I don't even, I don't, I'm not even thinking about that at all. So, yes, all no, the no possibly really? wrong lessons. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't
1: think, yeah, no sequels, please. Parang, as opposed yeah, to looking at this again. as if like, oh this is what we really need a fresh, authentic, uh, oh. and insightful y- thing. Y- That's and, a good and, good the good lesson, right no? lesson. parang <laughs> <laughs> no ano hip directors with ano doing meta takes on, um on our toys. <laughs> oh take away <my laughs> oh.
0: Did they not learn from the takeaway the is Marvel a
2: billion years. dollar
1: box office? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till AI takes over the
2: CEO role <laughs> in just a few weeks. <laughs> Gran Turismo. Long.
0: Do you guys think that um, any other guy could have played Ken? Yeah,
2: at mm. all, not as good. Like he really steals the movie at certain points.
0: Yeah. I was thinking maybe Glenn the Powell could have taken so a, a shot. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he, he
2: looks would've. more
1: like
0: Ken. Chris Evans, um, maybe. I was no? thinking, yeah, I even is. I know
1: Anya Taylor Joy could have. Would
0: no, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Weird Barbie, yes, not stereotypical Barbie.
1: Doesn't she look more like Barbie actually? No, like with the big eyes and then the small face. No, she know. looks
0: like a an LOL doll. I'm, an LOL. An, I'm sure Scarlett plays with LOL dolls because that that's like the doll post-drets. of their generation. It's in Scarlett. Ah. LOL dolls. Wow, so.
2: now I'm gonna Google LOL It's just dolls. A, it's just an acronym by now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We're not even, we're way past the brats with a Z for edgelord, (laughs) you know, edgelord cred. It's now just like letters. Apparently, Jonathan Groff was supposed to be Alan. but He had a scheduling conflict, so it became Sarah. Grabe, no?
0: My big question is, Marisa Abella from Industry was announced as part of this cast a year ago, and I can't see her in the movie. Okay. She's still in the credits. She's still in the credits, Ooh. and then someone took a screenshot. Apparently, in that big courtroom scene, or I think in the oh, Kate McKinnon no. house scene, there's a rejected right. teenage Barbie, and she's there as teenage mm-hmm. Barbie.
2: Okay. So one of Skipper's friends, or no?
0: No, a discontinued teenage Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the same Barbie. General, but think... You remember in the '90s where there was so much. Um, controversy over Barbie saying math is so hard. That's the Barbie that was discontinued and played by Marissa Abella.
2: I was thinking Emerald Channel even has like a character poster but I don't even remember her being in focus in the movie.
0: She There was one scene where they introduce her when they introduce Barbie <laughs> Land in the beginning. Oh, but yeah. wasn't
2: she like in the background? were they just saying hi? No, no, she has her? a
0: shot that really has like I would ah, say three Who actually said, but it was too
1: weird having a pregnant doll. Was that her or was it Margot Robbie?
2: But yeah, I remember the line. So is right. it
0: Helen Mirren? Reader, yeah,
2: Maybe, yeah. Great job, no, device, is, I'm Mirren. saying yes. It's breaking the fourth wall moment.
1: You know, but well, if you're going to cast, uh, this is hard to believe if you're yeah. going to cast Margot Robbie. <laughs> so, I know. I really hope no sequels, and I really hope if there is Greta doesn't, you know, and she
2: can come Union. away from this clean. Um, do you think I'm sure she... my sequels are spin offs though? But the question is, will Greta return? I'm feeling do you think
0: mm-hmm. that this is her selling out because there are a couple of articles out there saying that this is Greta Gerwig selling out because she's doing IP, and then after this, she's doing um, Narnia, Narnia na for Netflix, yeah.
2: Uh, but what does selling out mean? Yeah. Did she compromise her vision? It's so her. Oh, yeah. And she fought for what she wanted. So in if anything, Mattel is the one who, who adjusted to her.
0: I love how um Sean Fantasy pointed out in the big picture that she's actually going through the Nolan filmography or the like the Nolan journey to greatness, where she did indies and then he decided to do um Batman, Batman as a career step. And no one called him out for selling out right and then yeah. here's Greta no, doing But there were people linen. who
2: did yeah of course there were people who called him out just there's always going to be jerks who as soon as any indie director tries a studio picture they're just gonna see it it's like a reflex now. but of course just consider the merit and then not treat it like a clickbait article because Greta was already great her first debut film was nominated for directing oh my it. gosh I cried yeah, my so... eyes
0: out again I rewatched
2: it today
1: now, speaking of which, though, are we going to go through Greta's career
0: quickly <laughs> because she's only can, done can three know.
1: movies? Well, she's she's actually done four movies, which shocked me. Co directed, yeah. Co directed Nights and Weekends, which I, which is actually a blind spot. I, I haven't mm, seen Nights have and n- Weekends. Not seen it. Yeah, she's written a bunch and uh, all all really good. And I think oh, this is a good opportunity also to kind of like point people towards the stuff related to literature. Written yeah Yeah. (laughs) right so um, if you were to choose maybe let's say the top five and so you have the three movies that she's directed Um, other thing well she she has her writer debut which is uh, Hannah Takes the Stairs which is actually a really good film though um, you know again with Swanberg who was her co-director in Nights and Weekends yeah probably that's not gonna be in there but the two films that that Noah Baumbach, her co-writer in Barbie and her partner in life directed, um, which are uh, Mrs. America and um, Francis, ha. Francis ha. ha. So, yes. So those are
0: those are probably the five. Plus, little w- plus Lady Bird, plus Little Women. Little Women, plus Barbie. Plus Barbie. So uh, For a short career, I think her batting average is pretty high. Francis Ha, a five star movie. Lady Bird, a five-star movie. No, but it, Little Women. As well as movie. like
2: a writer-director. But as an actress, her like career na yung a niya. Hannah Takes the Stairs basically invented cord right? The House of the Devil. She's in that. I'm just so um, glad that
1: How I Met Your Dad starring her. Didn't did happen. Didn't
2: happen. <laughs> she was in the pilot. Oh, she was the lead, right? in the pilot. Yeah. And they shot a the pilot but it wasn't picked up the series and think Yeah. So. And then, yeah. So up next, I think there are two Narnia films for Netflix. And then she said uh, she's scared of the project, which she thinks is the right thing to be. And then
0: just go back, go back to a Shah, Timothy Chalamet movie, please. I need a, I need a trilogy. She's mentioned
2: that eh. she's like uh, she wants to actually be directing bigger
0: projects. Uh, you know,
2: can we do five na, with Asher I don't know. She said that she would love to do. The funny thing is, both her and Nolan have both said in in the press tours that They've both said that they would love to do a James Bond film. So, Nakatawa <laughs> and if it becomes like a race between the two of them. Although, basically, that's already tenet. Eh? so he doesn't need it, yeah.
1: Okay, so let's do another top five, written by Greta Gerwig. I guess number five has to be Mistress America, right?
0: I've, I have not seen but,
1: it, so okay. I trust you. And I have... just watched it again <laughs> uh, in, in the theater. It's showing in the projector. There's a Across the Gretaverse um, special series. This is America is actually the one I'd never seen in the theater um it's
2: just America yeah uh, you what I love this just it's America. it's the best I'm, I'm, I love it no I I'm mean, so upset now it's not in the criteria yeah collection.
1: it's it's really really good starring really uh, good. written by and starring Greta uh along with Lola Kirk, uh, Lola Kirk. um and it's basically Lola Kirk is uh lonely college freshman and her mom's getting married to this uh geologist and he has a daughter uh who's maybe 10 years 12 years older than than lola kirk uh and that's greta gerwig and parang greta gerwig is like the one the the spirit guide of of lola kirk into becoming a a a cool girl basically (laughs) Except is she a cool girl or is she just like a poser um, And it's it's super good. I I highly recommend you watch it, Mel. Um, it really reminds me of the, uh, I guess the nineties indie films oh, we we yeah. all loved yeah. early early Wes Anderson, the
0: smaller movies.
1: Yeah, Hal hardy Actually, I got I was saddened watching it in the sense that post Marriage Story and post. Uh, Little Women. Parang like, oh man, I don't think they'll ever make a movie like this again, because it it does feel more experimental than let's say Frances or Lady Bird. It feels like an exercise, the right, Ramon? Parang the first part is kind of like unusual, like this this quirky uh, character comes, quirky character comes to the life of this teen coming of age, and uh, maybe she's a good influence, and maybe uh, maybe oh, she's no. is she a manic life, pixie huh? girl. Uh, yes, but also in, like, the worst way. Oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> like, and then, but then the second half slish. is just people in a house. Uh, and it's contempt. Very <laughs> in a very it's Jean-Luc weird, Godard's way, contempt. Including the, a pregnant, I uh, no, don't and, and Harold, the neighbor. Apparently, I didn't realize while watching it the first time, it's played by Dean Wareham, uh, the musician. <laughs> Who also scores the film. So, ang kalig parasang ano talaga. Parang eh, exercise in writing dialogue, exercise in. I the dialogue here is super, super snappy.
2: It felt like the closest to his debut for me. Mm, Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. Yeah. And it's also one of my favorite opening 10 minutes of any movie. Because the the first 10 minutes is like uh, a montage of, of the first semester of Lola Kirk. And it's cut so quickly, but so, so it's so impressive how they edited that that sequence na to get to the part parang just like I read this is the boring bits, and I'm editing really quick because we really want to get to when Greta enters the movie because that's really where the story begins. And he you does it feel feel kind
1: like of like editing. four times in the movie the right? Parang this like, like what you said, it it's a montage, but you, it doesn't feel like it was shot as a montage.
2: It literally oh. feels like this is a, There were whole scenes yeah. now they're just getting one line from. <laughs> on. Yeah, this is like
1: a three-hour movie, and I'm cutting it to one and a half. And these are just yeah. the best parts of all the stuff I cut out. And he, I don't think he ever really does it again as director. But I was... Uh,
2: not in sorry. montage form, but he would end scenes that way in the Meyerowitz stories, which was his first for Netflix, and another title that I'm upset is not on Criterion.
1: Yeah,
2: so I know and Lola
1: Kirk is amazing like suddenly I was like yeah. what happened to Lola Kirk? she's so great and then apparently she made country music <laughs> after yeah she's like, like album, album <laughs> after Mozart in the Jungle parang, yeah and the, the country music was not great so
0: wow sadly. David Ehrlich gave this four and a half stars
2: yeah actually I don't know if it would be my
0: five <laughs> yeah I,
1: I, I honestly would make it my I would make it my three maybe oh
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
2: What is
1: number four? Oh, to number four, B. You know, honestly, my number four, I'm gonna... I know you're gonna kill me. <laughs> little Women. No, it's me.
0: not. I just re-watched it last night with Mira beside <laughs> me. And it was sublime.
1: And I agree with Mira. <laughs> I agree with me. Barbie is a better movie than Little Women. I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> So I feel like oh, you're the tiebreaker, man. What's what's your? Kung ako
2: baka Barbie yung Five? Eh. Honestly, ako, I'm yeah. with Ramon
0: yeah. there. Like it, it, it's okay. We it We're we It is a lower. Yeah, growing. I mean,
2: of the three ones that she solo directed, it's my least favorite. That said, I love Barbie, but it definitely is something that she wrote with younger people in mind also. But not just like the target demo seems to actually be. Teenage girls and young adult women, as opposed to I think must a little bit broader and a little bit more. Don't you think Lady Bird
0: was also targeted towards teenage girls and young adults? Sure, women.
2: sure, but I think it's uh, I, I I still like Ladybird a little bit.
0: Uh, Lady Bird is number one. I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs>
2: oh, no, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure if it'll is number or.
0: one. By the way. <laughs> I know you're number one. Feel it in my bones. <laughs> <Is it Ha? laughs>
1: but uh mm. <laughs> no, but but okay, I'm yeah, I'm I'm okay with with Barbie being number five if Mistress America is number four.
0: <laughs> okay. And three but What's is... interesting
1: about Mistress America, by the way, and I, I realize is that if Lady Bird Lady Bird moved to New York, right? That's what happened in the end. I forget. She could have she could have actually ended up being um, Either the Lola Kirk character or the Greta Gerber character in Mistress America. So that's like super. In, in a way, in that sense, Mistress America can feel like a, a sequel to Ladybird. Ano,
2: eh? Parang ano Parang Ladybird was on her way to being the Greta character, but because of the ending, was ano eh? Was parang s- s- steered from that path.
1: Yeah. Parang, yeah, agree. So, so I guess number three is Little Women, right?
0: I cannot believe this.
1: Okay, <laughs> Francis Ha.
0: <laughs> See?
1: No, come on! No, 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 I no, am no, with Roman. That's a Number, number three. No, you know why we should make Little Women number three? Because I mean, it's a it's an adaptation. Parang and it's the only adaptation of the five.
2: So. Oh, <laughs> pero Yeah, I know, I
1: know, but you know, like.
0: Let's
2: not. She changed the ending to the original, which was unpublished. Based on <laughs> yeah, on <so>, the life <laughs> story of Luisa. Fun Lee. fact: <laughs>
0: While we were watching it, Mira was like, "I don't recognize this this part of the. Apparently, nga, it's not in the book that she just read. Yeah. Because
2: it was the original ending. Yeah. The, the publisher did indeed say you have to change this. They have to. It has to be a happy ending. They have to end it together, So So An ang that that part na but it, you're not sure if it's a dream or not. And then, yeah, and, and even the structure, the nonlinearity of it for me. like I, As much as I love the, the, the Gillian the Armstrong. The 94 version. 94 Which version. Which quite has not seen.
0: <laughs> Until okay, now. Then, it's on good. Netflix.
2: <laughs> but no, that's a linear one, right? And then in the next
0: Scarlet's DHX screening that uh 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 uh. But the nonlinearity
2: <laughs> structure really helped um, juxtapose... The recurring themes so well but also it's just really amazingly directed. Yeah.
1: So number three na number
2: three na. <laughs> Okay, fine. Francis well, ha. Well,
1: okay.
2: Okay. Yun yun major comeback niya eh, di ba? Wasn't it? What? Francis huh? ni, ni, ni he had. He did.
1: He did green. Well, Greenberg kind of was no, but no, it was it was squid
2: Yeah, but not Greenberg? Course. It was
1: squid. And, squid squid oh, in the S- Squid was his comeback <laughs> after a while.
2: But followed by Margot. Yeah, which was that green. Maging sila Jennifer Jason. And then what was after? Greenberg. Greenberg, naman. yeah. Because Greenberg, parang wala, wala effect on ano, eh, yeah. on the culture masyado. Francis Ha, of course, not a blockbuster, but yeah. critically, everyone loved it, and it was like. A breath of fresh air for him. So, parang rejuvenation. I guess, I'm guessing, unfortunately, that might be post divorce. You know? Yeah. Parang he felt, I guess, liberated and it's like, ah, oh, I'm free of my marriage in Madagascar.
1: Which, of course, so Francis, huh? Yes, you're right, Mel. That is my number one. Um, unfortunately, minus
0: Ladybird still.
1: My favorite movie, after my favorite movie of the end. And honestly, like, uh, Ladybird is my favorite, second favorite movie of.
0: 2017, was it?
1: 19. Or 19. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. <laughs> and I know Ramon prefers Lady Bird. <laughs> so Lady Bird is going to be number one. Wow. Francis Ha is one of those... It's rare because... Eh, the feeling that when you watch a film and then you don't have any expectations and so suddenly it's like, okay, this is my favorite movie of the year. Um, and that was Francis Ha for me. Parang uh i i don't even yeah i don't think i was aware na anushad no and or that it was really black and white i think like someone brought me like oh yeah let's watch this movie and then parang oh my god this is
2: amazing um oh. si it was
1: a, it was a date <laughs> oh she's cool she's just a lo- lovely lady um because she introduced me to Francis Ha um but then you can kind of feel I know, the know you can kind of totally feel him being so in love with Gerwig in this film right so because
2: it, this is one of his only movies where it's like super sweet and hopeful but right? <laughs> it's not even like I know it's not even like a romantic love story right? yeah
1: galing. so okay Francis Ha number two and yes uh her solo debut as director and the solo writing? Most autobiographical was film. Was uh, Lady Bird solo written? It was, right? Yeah. so
0: It's still amazing. That's uh, great. That's a great movie. I love
2: that movie. It so is much.
0: on Prime People.
2: One of the best uh, coming of age movies.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And Parang, Laurie Metcalf just mm-hmm. stole the and show. Robbed. Mm.
1: And so she has the perfect talaga na. No? Parang. Avatar, Gata <laughs> Avatar. Oh. Her muse, yeah, I...
0: she's really the muse of, yeah. of Gata. I wish they would do another movie together. Super. I know that's why.
2: Like... she's yung... <laughs> the <yung> ice queen. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: You think? Well, she's young enough to play it. Oh, because she can be
2: one of the pensive un- on yeah? pensive, pensive. What's it one of Those kids' names, the pensives Yeah. yeah.
1: This would make me sad, but Parang... um. Like the more she makes movies like Barbie" and I don't know, the less she'll make films like like this. I mean, almost impossible name something like Mrs. America," which is absurd and kind of like odd, but even the personal, small stuff, it feels like she's really moving from those, which is't know
0: but I that's, mean that's growing yeah. up, right? Growing up as a director, you just move away from the smaller things now.
1: Yeah, I mean, strangely enough, like I didn't, I didn't feel as bad with Christopher Nolan about moving away from the memento following style, I know, but I don't know. I but, feel but, like her understanding, is of, of
0: human nature and the
2: yeah, uh, and ba? of coming of know. age stories. Because <laughs> not, personal. The tales ni Nolan, kasi.
0: Malim, yung but, very but his avatars are himself.
2: Physically, <laughs> but not in terms of like, oh, this is my outlook on life yeah. and this is my sense of humor.
0: Hopefully, hopefully she does a
1: chef, diba? So, after after nine, yeah, she'll do she'll do something smaller again.
0: What do you mean a chef like a John Favreau? <laughs> like a John Favreau oh, chef.
2: One, one for me, you know.
0: One for me, a one small,
2: for you. A small lean run and gun movie type. I I'm kind of missing her also as an actress. Because so like she's got two kids now. Tapa, she's got this amazing directing career, right? But I kind of miss that energy then. And yeah, I was looking at some older clips then of her. The funny thing is so that America Ferrara speech, which reminded me of the Laura Rings speech. But it's also basically the Sertia. It's a Joe It's speech. the Joe
0: speech in Little Women when she sang to Laura right. Dern. So,
2: and all these people, if you watch these Scenes they're all doing it basically as Greta the pacing back and forth, Mm. the room, the arm gestures, the feeling that they're talking to themselves and not actually the person there who's in the room with them. So I was like, Oh, I kind of miss that energy.
0: My related recommendation for Gerwig as an actress is 20th Century Women. Little scene, you'll bawl your eyes out, also. It's Annette Benning playing a mom. With her son and all these women who are tasked to take him on a coming of age journey. Directed by Mike Mills, who's also great.
1: And then afterlife by Arcade Fire, directed by Spike Jones. Check out that live music video, it's amazing <laughs> what she does there. So,
0: yeah, definitely one of the greats so far in this generation. So what's coming, uh what's coming up? Land of in- Genres. Yeah. What's in coming up in the queue is Marupok AF. <laughs> no, we should we should do a Cinema Laya uh, uh I know, though. I think
1: there's some really good f- films showing um of course Sam Lee's Rookie is coming up and Kevin Mayuga's um when, know, when when, this is, when, this, is when this is all over that it.
0: animated film looks interesting. Yeah, deep ma Uh
1: Gitling actually, by by yeah. uh, Joe P. Arnaldo, I think. It's going to get
2: that. Michael. Yeah. Did that. And he's
0: a producer.
1: Yeah. Super exciting. Michael David. So yeah, we should have a Were you a little, able to uh,
0: successfully change your flight to an earlier flight, Corey? I was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
1: My God. Come on. The hell. <laughs> Apparently, it's, it's, uh, it's free. So come on down, everybody. Uh.
0: August watch. 4. In yes. the PIC Saint chic
1: Filipinana or something.
2: Basta silang ano. Well,
0: <laughs> you can borrow Tim Yap's X-ray butterfly sleeves, which drive me nuts. But hey, God, I don't understand fashion.
1: butterfly sleeves? I don't know. I don't know. What does the world come to, my friends? It's a Barbie world, and we're just yes. living
0: in it. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.